0: Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the GEO Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about banded iron formations. Now, banded iron formation, or BIFs, as they're often referred, are really important on this planet for two reasons. The first reason is 60% of all of the iron resources of our planet are locked up in these banded iron formations. And so they're a really important commodity resource for us. But I think even more important... Banded iron formations give us an insight into how the Earth was evolving 2,500 million years ago. So what is a banded iron formation? Well, simply, it is a sedimentary rock that formed between 2,500 and 1,800 million years ago. They can be reasonably thick, tens to hundreds of metres, but they are made up of thin layers ranging from millimetres to a few centimetres of each layer. And the layers can be divided into two groups. There are layers that are incredibly rich in iron oxide, the minerals magnetite in particular with secondary hematite, and then layers that are really iron poor and made up basically of silica or chert. These formations were first discovered and identified in Michigan in the United States in around the 1840s, and then a huge deposit after the Second World War was discovered in Australia in the Hammersley Ranges in the 1960s, and the ones in Australia cover an area of 150,000 square kilometres, and that's 300 trillion metric tonnes of iron ore. So, as I said, as a resource, banded iron formations are a really important source of iron for our society. But how did these huge deposits of iron ore form? There are a number of theories, and the most accepted theory goes something like this 2,500 million years ago, the Earth's atmosphere did not contain lots of oxygen. And at the same time, the rocks that made up the crust of the earth back then were really rich in iron. As these rocks weathered and the material eroded and washed down into the oceans, the ocean water became really saturated in dissolved iron. So the oceans were an anoxic environment, meaning without oxygen, and saturated in dissolved iron. Remember, at this time on Earth, life was really simple organism. There were no true plants, there were no animals. The only real life form that we had were simple cells. And one of the groups of those simple cells we refer to as blue-green algae or cyanobacteria. It was evolving in the oceans and lived in the upper layers of the water column there. And an amazing thing that the cyanobacteria developed was the ability to photosynthesize. That is, take materials from the water and in the presence of sunlight, create its own food. This is something that modern day plants do that we just seem to take for granted. So this ancient life form, this cyanobacteria, was taking elements from the water, including water itself, and carbon dioxide dissolved in the water, using it in the presence of sunlight to create its own food, and in the process of doing so, released oxygen into the water. Now, the iron that was dissolved in the water automatically clung onto the oxygen and formed iron oxides, rust. That rust then precipitated and fell to the ocean floor, forming a layer of iron oxides. This continued to happen in the surface waters until all of the iron in the surface waters was depleted because it had been turned into rust and had sunk to the ocean floor. Now the surface waters became enriched in oxygen and that oxygen was poisonous to the cyanobacteria. So then all the cyanobacteria in the surface waters would die and their remains would sink to the ocean floor and form a silica-rich layer on top of the iron deposit. Then the rivers would wash more iron into the surface waters of the ocean. Once that iron had reacted with any oxygen that remained in those surface waters, it would create a rust it would fall to the ocean floor but eventually the surface waters would become totally enriched in iron and depleted in oxygen again then just like before cyanobacteria would then bloom again and then start creating more oxygen the oxygen would react again with the iron the iron would form rust fall to the bottom of the ocean floor to form another iron layer Eventually, too much oxygen was created, killed off all the cyanobacteria. They then sank to the floor to form another silica layer. And this would go on and on and on, cycle after cycle after cycle for something like 800 million years. And what we end up with on the ocean floor are layers of iron-rich oxides with layers of silica very poor in iron, then another layer of iron-rich oxides, then a layer of silica and iron-rich oxides, and again and again and again, and this is what the banded iron formation looks like. Now, this is the generally accepted theory of how banded iron formations form. But it would not be good of me just to leave it like that. I should tell you about a couple of other ideas that scientists have put forward that may be involved in banded iron formations, and especially in some specialised locations. The first one I want to mention is anoxygenic photosynthesis. In this theory, instead of there being a cyanobacteria that was releasing oxygen, then the oxygen attaching to the dissolved iron and forming rust this theory says that there was a type of microorganism that had evolved that actually took iron out of the water as part of its photosynthesis and that when that organism died the iron and oxygen was in the cells that sunk to the ocean floor So the term anoxygenic refers to a biological process where photosynthesis takes place without the release of oxygen, but the iron is trapped within the cells of the animal. And another theory for banded iron formations is that there may have been no life form involved at all. This ablogenic theory says that a BIF can form when ocean basins or lakes completely evaporated and the iron in the dissolved water just formed an evaporated mineral, or maybe a pH change took place in the body of water that forced the iron to precipitate naturally. These are both interesting theories, but it has to be said that the widely accepted theory involves the release of oxygen by anaerobic respiration of cyanobacteria in those waters starting two and a half thousand million years ago this event in the history of the earth is often referred to as the great oxygenation event which really is a time when the earth went from having low amount of free oxygen to being very very abundant in oxygen the oxygen and the iron atoms joining together to form iron oxides, resulting in the formation of these massive deposits of banded iron formation. So really, in summary, banded iron formations are important for us for two reasons. The first reason is that they provide us with these massive deposits of iron ore that we can utilise to drive a lot of the things that we do in our society. But secondly, and I think far more interestingly, they provide us a window back to what happened on our planet and the changes that took place because of the evolution of this life form cyanobacteria, blue-green algae, which changed the chemistry not only of our oceans, but of our atmosphere. Because without this amazing evolutionary event where oxygen was being produced, both For the oceans and then up into the atmosphere, the rest of the evolutionary tree that leads through to human beings would not have been able to occur. So that's it for this episode on banded iron formations. But as usual, if you're interested in more information about Geoscience, please come and check us out at geoetc.com. If you're a teacher, you will find classroom activities and trips that you can come and join us as we go and explore exciting geological places around the world. But for now, let's just keep on rocking.